In my professional opinion, if you are getting started or thinking about starting an NFT project or an NFT business, a Web3 business, you need to start not with your product, but with your guiding principles. Welcome to Airdrop, the show that'll help you understand what NFTs are, how they work, how to use them, and all that good stuff. I'm Rawion, and I'm here with good old Phosphorus, and today we're talking to each other. Dun, da, da, da. This is our 20th episode of Airdrop, and that means it's time for a review episode. In these review episodes, Rowie and I just have a casual conversation talking about basically what we've learned as we're diving headfirst into NFTs, Web3, and who knows what else is out there. So we're going to keep the intro nice and short. Make sure to follow Airdrop on Twitter at Airdrop Show, and please rate and review the show so that more people can find us and we can all learn about NFTs together. So let's drop it, drop, 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 bloop, bloop, drop in. Wow. It's currently June 2022. I feel important to just say that date because you may be listening into the future and things might have changed and lots of things are happening in the NFT space. Oh, yeah. We've been at this for like, what, 20 weeks now? This is our 20th episode in this yeah. in the NFT ecosystem. We've mainly been in stacks and we've dipped our toe in Ethereum a little bit. And so here are some of our like observations about the state of NFTs right now as this new industry is just getting its toes off the ground. We had the big bull run that probably started with Bored Ape or even before that. And now we've hit a bear market. The prices of crypto have all crashed. Yeah. So all of our JPEGs are worth half or less than that now. It's a little sad right now. (laughs) It's a little sad. It's a little sad, a little scary. This is why, you know, investing in NFTs is not financial advice at all. Make sure you only invest what you can lose because odds are you're probably going to lose it. At some point. At some point. Or at least it's going to go down for a little bit. So our goal is we want to provide you, of course, with the most information, free information, so you feel safe about what you're putting your hard-earned money into. And also, if you're a project listening, how you can become a more sustainable, better project. So my question is, Rawion, at this point in time, what do you think an NFT project is? Right. I mean, we always ask the question, what is an NFT? So it's a cool difference to just talk about what is an NFT project. And the answer that I keep arriving at and that we keep talking about is an NFT project is a business. 100%. And I don't think that's something that everyone is aware of. I don't even think that's something that some NFT founders are aware of because they see all the success that people are having in the market. And you hear these stories of this 13 year old kid that made a flobbity jillion dollars selling JPEGs of platypuses or whatever. And it's real inspiring. Right. And that, that stuff is cool, but a lot of those projects flop because they just see the dollar signs. They're like, Oh, we could make some art and sell it for a bunch of money, but they don't see like the business 
and the community management and the marketing and the effort that goes into making a successful NFT project. Does that make sense? Like that's a problem, I think, in the space. People are just like ready, fire, aim. Let's get started. Let's make a thing. And they don't realize that it's actually a ton of work. It's just like starting any other business. I have to 100% agree with you on this point. If you're not thinking about your NFT project as a business, even if you're an artist, even if you're just a fine artist or you want to make a few cute little things here and there, like if you're not thinking that this is a sustainable business, you're missing out on the full potential of what NFTs have to offer. Right. You're thinking about it wrong. Just like I can have an idea for a startup or a business and I can start putting pieces together. But if I don't put in the work or give myself enough credit or bet on myself enough, that startup, that business idea, that business venture is going to fail. And just like we have the stats for small businesses within the first three years, lots and lots and lots of small business fail. Right. And NFT projects are no different, which is why Gary V says like, in this, we're going to have 98% of NFT projects go to zero. But we all are looking for that next Amazon, that Google that will pop up that we'll all get to ride on the coattails of and learn from. Alexander was talking even even on the last episode how like the dot-com bubble burst because so many VC firms put all the money in and inflated the prices because they knew that the internet was here to stay, right? We're currently using the internet to do this show. But a lot of those original companies solved maybe one problem and then created more problems to solve. They didn't need to do that. And then they all flopped. Right. So that's where we're at now. If you're not thinking about your NFT project as a legit business, even if you're an individual artist, I think you're missing a huge opportunity. Yeah. And I I think what I'm seeing, and we've talked about this a lot, a lot of these projects are doing everything backwards. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. They're starting with a product. They just like come up with the products like, oh, I want to do an NFT thing. Right. So uh, what are we what are we going to do? Uh, let's uh, how about platypuses? Platypuses are cool and we can make them funny and like we'll do it for the culture and the memes or whatever. And so like, let's make a platypus. And then they start figuring out everything backwards from there that they should have started with, right? It's like, oh, why do we have a platypus? Okay, we could uh, have it be for like river cleanup or something because like platypuses live in rivers and we can, you know, give 0.3% of the mint to uh, clean a river somewhere. I don't know. We'll figure it out. And then, you know, like they're building off of an end product before they ever figured out what problem that product solves. A hundred percent. Did you know that platypuses nurse without nipples? What? Platypuses are born out of leathery eggs. The babies nurse from their mother. Female platypuses, however, don't have nipples. Instead, their milk is released out of mammary gland ducts in their abdomen. The babies drink it up by sucking out of the folds of their mother's skin on her fur. Sorry, I just Googled. You were talking about what what problems platypuses have, and that's... (laughs) platypuses are weird that was that was the strangest thing i think you've ever said to me (laughs) maybe you know platypuses used to be giant right they used to be giant platypuses now they're getting smaller maybe we can make something about conservation of the earth because more and more animals are going extinct because we're you know 
chopping up the rainforest. Right. So let's do rainforest conservation with our platypuses. However, platypuses don't live <laughs> in the Amazon. They right. live in they live in Australia. So like it's it's that same thing of like you're starting backwards. You're starting with a, a meme culture idea, a product, and then you're working your way back to, oh, what do we want it to do? How does this all work? If I were making a business, maybe it's like a merch store. Like if I make a merch brand, like Nike didn't start with just do it. They started with a purpose, with cleats. Right. How do you make your runners run faster? Yeah, that's a specific problem that they were trying to solve. Right. And right now, projects are on the just do it hype train, which took Nike 20, 30, 50 years probably to get to Right. Right. as a brand. So that's where NFT projects are starting, thinking they have that clout when really they need to go back to step Step one, right. step zero. Yeah, it's it's all about the hype. Let's get as many people as possible to, to mint and a biggest whitelist and blah, 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 so we can get as much money. But there's no actual intentionality behind what these projects are doing or, or what they're trying to do. But a lot of the projects that are thinking about, like, what is this? What are we trying to do? What it, what's the business plan here? Like, what's the problem we're trying to solve? Those are the projects that are really doing incredible work that we're like really excited about. Yeah, because the problem is if you don't start with a problem and you just make a collection and we're seeing projects that have done this and there's I don't want to fault anybody for it, right? This space is so new. This is the wild, wild west. We are all still learning. We are all still growing. And these are just our observations. But we are seeing projects that, when they just released cool JPEGs, right? And they created a club around their cool JPEGs. And then only afterwards are they have to come back and realizing they have to solve a problem and build a product in order to keep their JPEGs having their value. Right. That's a problem we don't want you to have. Right. And some of those projects are going to are gonna succeed, right? Because right. they got there first or they did it better or you know, whatever. The, cl- the club thing, there's nothing inherently wrong with the like exclusive club NFTs thing. It's just one in a million are going to succeed. Right. Because there's so many of them out there. You know, you need all of the right pieces to line up to really get that right. And I can think of a couple projects that are like, yeah, they've done it well enough that I think they're going to be around for a while. But it's it's hit or miss with that, you know? Did you know that platypuses don't have stomachs? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I need you to stop Googling platypus <laughs> facts right now. All right. Well, if I were starting an NFT project or even a business, where would I start? As the branding marketing professional that you are, right. where would you, if a business was coming to you, where would you start them? In my professional opinion, if you are getting started or thinking about starting an NFT project or an NFT business, a Web3 business, you need to start not with your product but with your guiding principles, with your core values, your mission statement, like that stuff. Figure out like, who are you? What do you care about? Or like, as a team, what do you care about collectively? What do you want your project, your company, your business to stand for? And then we move into like, okay, because we care about this, what does the product need to be, right? Yeah, you're trying to solve a problem. Right, exactly. That problem that you solve and the values that you hold should go together, right? If we really care about building skate parks in 
underprivileged communities. If we like are obsessed, like as our team, we're we're crazy about skateboarding. We're not going to go solve a problem about platypuses going extinct. Right. Like that doesn't relate to like what we care about and our values. What we could do is build skate parks in underprivileged communities. That you know could be the problem that we're looking at. Is like these kids don't have anything to do to like keep them occupied and having fun and exercising and being outside that's the problem we want to solve by building skate parks right and i wouldn't and i wouldn't trust a project that says i want to build skate parks if you're not a skater right right a hundred percent you don't know what they need because like who are you yeah skateboarding is a funny example because that's just kind of the vibe anyway it's like who do you think you are showing up at our park you don't skate you're just some guy you know why would you do that it's kind of like subculture appropriation (laughs) right 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 so i mean for us and our guiding principles like for me as a creative i want to see other creatives succeed yeah in this new web three environment right we watched it through web one and web two and now creatives have more access than ever and like even grace was saying on on her episode like it's easier than ever to become a creator but it's also harder because everyone can do it so the problem i'm solving is I want to create a space where we can all do this together and encourage each other so you're not talking to a brick wall. Right. Because that's what it feels like on when you first start online. You feel like you're talking to a brick wall and trying to get your work out there. That's not going to help you. You can keep going. You That's going to take a long time to build an audience. As a creator, I want to help create a space where collectors can meet artists. That's, see, that's a problem that needs to be solved. And that came from my core values and what guides me as a person. Right. And that's that's why I think you need to start. It seems like kind of silly and like you're going to be doing trust fall exercises or whatever. But <laughs> it's, yourself. that's why I think you need to start with your values because they're going to guide not just like what your product is or what you're doing. It's going to guide how you talk to your community on Discord. Mm-hmm. It's going to guide you in creating content to like market your your project. It'll guide you in every aspect of what you're doing as a project. And that's super important. Otherwise you're going to be lost, like trying to figure out like, Oh, what do I need to say? Uh, what's like appropriate behavior for our discord? Uh, and like, you just don't know because you, you're not lined up with your values. Right. A hundred percent. All right. Ryan. So if projects are doing things backwards, how do they do things forwards? Like, how do they start on the right foot? Like, what do they need to do in order to really be successful? I mean, honestly, it might sound a little weird because uh, a lot of people in the space are just like, execute, execute, make it, make it happen. And the space moves so fast that we wouldn't even think about this. In my personal slash professional opinion, you got to start all the way back at like guiding principles, like figuring out your core values should be the first thing you do when you decide to start an NFT project. So how do you want to do that? Well, if you figure out everything can kind of trickle out of that, right? So if you figure out your core values, right, let's, there's more to guiding principles than just your core values. But like, if you figure out just the core values, those are like three main things that you deeply care about then that's going to help you look out in the world and see and find a problem that you would be willing to devote your life to solving. Does that make sense? Because like when you start a business, you better be ready to like devote your life to doing that thing because running a business is hard. 
right? And NFT right. projects are just businesses, like we said. Yeah. So if you know what your values are, you can then find a problem that aligns with those values and work your ass off trying to solve it. Mm. And once you have that problem, once you've found a problem that you want to solve, then you can create a product that solves that problem. And that's where your product strategy comes into play. Is once you figure out the problem, how do we solve it? Okay, that's what the product is. And now we can develop a roadmap. Where are we now? Where do we want to be? Where we want to be is the problem is solved. Like we are solving that problem. That's where we want to be. And then your roadmap, whether it's internal or external, gets you from here to there. We can just airdrop for an example, right? Our core values come back to like creativity and openness and perseverance. Learning. And like pushing for learning yeah. and growth, right? Being able to say the hard things. Those are our kind of core values. And, it, and when we look at the NFT space, we are not seeing a way for really artists to meet collectors. And there's not a space missing there. So because of our values of creativity yeah. and finding that right place, it kind of leads us into solving that problem. Now, yeah. do you think NFTs itself are a product or is that just a funding mechanism to get to solving a problem? Or is it kind of like a both and there? I think it's a both and. It, it can be, it could be one or one or the other, right? Because like the NFT itself could solve the problem if you're trying to fund something or, or you're trying to just like a, a charitable thing seems to be the best example of that. Right. right. Um, but I, I, th I think it could be both, but yeah. So like, so like the big tree NFTs, we interviewed them on, on the mentory um, Twitter space that's on Twitter plug, go follow airdrop show on Twitter. But they were talking about big trees in British Columbia, the big logging industry that's basically being shut down because they need to conserve these trees, which I think is admirable. However, you're putting a bunch of people out of business. That's livelihoods, that's homes, right. that's putting food on the table. So they're making NFT projects where you can basically buy a part of a tree using in the SNFT. And this would then help supplement the economic losses that the community is feeling. So that's where the NFT project is both the solution to the problem as well as helping something else. Right. And I think something that Big Trees did really well was to take like they they found that problem. They created a product that works to solve that problem. And then they figured out a really great way to talk about that problem. Right. Which is where I would go next from there. Right. You have the product figured out and it's actually solving a problem. How do you talk about it? Because talking about stuff is is difficult <laughs> says the podcast host right talking about <laughs> stuff is difficult it and in a way that makes sense and helps people understand why it's valuable to them that's really hard to do so you need to sit down and figure out how you're going to talk about it before you even pick a logo before you pick colors before you pick what your website's going to look like if you don't know how to talk about the thing that you're selling nobody's going to buy it because they're not going to trust you right so before you go to fiverr and try to get an artist to make yeah. a bunch of nfts for you Exactly. How to talk about it. Because if you figure out how to talk about something, right? Like, uh, take big trees. They've had some decisions to make about, you know, like, what do we want that voice to sound like? Do we want to be serious? Do we want to be activists? Do we want to be lighthearted? You know, like, which, which one of those voices is going to serve the brand and like sell this product better? 
uh, my right. opinion, like be serious. You're taking care of a serious problem that's affecting thousands of lives. Right. And then if you right. put out a NFT project that has like a bunch of goofy cartoon wacky trees or pot leaves or something like that's not serving the brand. Right, 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 right. Because you're like trying to build this serious activist thing and it's like people's lives are, uh, livelihoods are at stake and it's it's serious. So you make a serious design to go along with that. That all comes from figuring out how you want to talk about the thing, the problem that you're solving, right? Right. Uh, so it all trickles back to like core values and right. like that very beginning. Okay, got it. And it, and it, keeps, it keeps going even further, right? Like not only do your the art for your nfts and your logo for your project but like once you start building a community you are going to want those core values to help you make decisions on like how do we set up our discord what channels do we want to have in our discord um like coming up with that stuff on the fly is just it feels so random it's like i don't know what do people want i don't know it could be anything right but like right, for we'll example a book channel and a game channel right. and right like what are people actually talking about but like to your example earlier you were talking about like at airdrop we super duper value creativity so in the airdrop discord we created a channel called create every day where we're all just like making art every single day because that's really important to us and now we have people joining us new artists and our friends are coming along and like just making something every day and we're all like hanging out encouraging each other and making art and it's awesome right and that aligns with our core value of creativity it's incredible yeah yeah so if you're an artist out there please come join the discord and create every day with us because it's super fun and just like making stuff every day is awesome we do that because it aligns with our core values yeah, plug the Discord. Come on down. <laughs> come create every day. Rallyon has a statement like create every day, even even if it sucks. Yeah, which that happened to me yesterday, and my project was not finished, but I put it out anyway. I couldn't get the movement quite right. Pissed me off. Right, but I, it's in, it's not about creating excellence. It's about creating every day. Right, because that discipline is going to really create. Uh, sorry, now I'm now I'm rambling. R- no, I'm no, ranting no, no. You're about good. creativity, but yeah, to come come create, yay. Yeah. I mean, it's the Macklemore quote, right? The greats were great because at birth they could paint. You know, the greats were great because they paint a lot. It's just like we're mm. getting together and painting a lot. That's what we're get doing. The, yeah. Get your 10,000 hours in. That's it. You see, I study art. The greats were great because at birth they could paint. The greats were great because they paint a lot. All right. So after community, what comes next? Uh, then you start thinking about the marketing stuff, I think. Right. That's where your content creation stuff comes in because you already know the problem you solve, what you value, the problem you solve, what the product is, how to talk about the product. And now you can make videos. Now you can make your cycle blogs. Now you can, you know what I mean? Like now you can put stuff out there about your brand and your project because you have the language where that content is going to make sense. Got it. Right. Again, it's marketing stuff, right? Make a sales funnel. How do you get new people? How do you get more people into your project? Not just from other projects. Like collabs are great. Collabs are, are fun and like we all love them. But if everyone is going to rely just on project collabs, we're all going to own all the same NFTs and make an echo chamber and... And no one no one wants that. Go, go to zero, you know? Yeah, <laughs> no one wants that. Right. How do we get new people in? Let's make an actual strategy to get new people to come into our project and join our communities and give new people something that's valuable and awesome, right? 
Right. Like if you're Bitcoin platypuses and you want to help river conservation in the Amazon, we have to figure out how do we get people in those communities like onboarded. Like the problem directly affects them. They should be a part of the direct solution. Right. Or just people that care, not not just like people that care about NFTs, people that care about the friggin rainforest or about the platypuses or whatever it is like those people that may not may or may not be crypto native like how do we get them on board with this thing so that like they can be a part of something that matters to them and they can learn about nfts that's great you know and that still does great things for these other projects that you're collaborating with i think we're missing the boat on getting new people in the space i think that's a huge thing did you know that platypuses like hunt with their eyes and ears and nose <laughs> closed and they rely entirely on electrolocation? They tell electric fields around things. This is the uh, the episode title needs to be what you didn't know about platypuses. That's what the real. <laughs> there is so much you don't know about NFTs and platypuses. It says directly linked. Okay. Okay. That's great. That's great. What's the, I really liked everything you talked about there, Rallyon. I think it was, it was kind of a direct line that kind of all kind of feeds back. So what's the first step if somebody wants to get in this or wants to start going through the roadmap or whatever, how do they get started? Um, again, I, it's guiding principles. It's like, what, what do you care about? Right. Um, you got to start there. That's my opinion. To me, it's a no brainer. You got to start with what do you care about? And what that looks like is getting your team on a Zoom call or in the in the room and everyone getting together and really just brainstorming, hashing out like even if it's just just your core values, right? Forget about mm-hmm. mission statement and vision statement and stuff. If it's just your core values, get your team together or a, if you're just a solopreneur, artist, whatever, get a group of people together and just brainstorm it out look at a big, big word bank and say like, what are the things that we care about? What are the things that are super important to me as a person, to us as a team, whatever it is, and really narrow it down to like very important things that are going to guide every decision that you make. And if you're in a team, you're probably going to have some conflict. Stay at the table. Yeah. Don't walk away. Work through your conflict because that's going to make your project better. Everyone's going to be aligned on where you start from, what you care about, and what's going to help you move forward. Right. The tension can be really good. That's, we get, we have tension all the time, and it's and it's it always ends up being a good thing because if we like work through it, we're going to have something that's way more durable and valuable at the end of the day. I'm going to start preaching here, but we don't we don't need to do that. I mean, uh, I just yeah, I just uh, tweeted something. It was like one of my GM posts on AirDrop. Remember, if you have a beautiful story, it has to have conflict. If you don't have conflict, you can't be in a good story. Woo! So embrace it. It's good. Work it out. Stay at the table. Be there. Right. However, if you're like an investor collector, you can still get rugged by this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is this is not financial advice, like in the slightest. People <laughs> people can say all the right things. They say, we're gonna go save the platypuses, right? They can have the best looking project with the best art, the most slick marketing and branding, all the best collabs, and they can still not follow through with they what they set out to do. And right. You know what that means? That's a rug. Right. And I think the best rugs are good at this stuff. Right. Or at least faking it. I mean, their core values will probably be like atrocious and awful and greed, <laughs> greed and, and lying, deception. You know, <laughs> um, but we we can have the conversation about 
doxing some other time. The, the two of us, honestly, if you're any kind of smart, you could probably very easily figure out who we are. Right. We're not hiding it either. You know, like we were at a freaking conference on a stage. You could figure out who we are. That's where knowing a team is valuable. And in this space, it's like, it's easy to look at the art and try to make a bet on it or what they say they're going to do. But really, like any VC, they don't bet on what the problem they're solving. They're betting on the team because creativity changes, right? Like when I was making my documentaries, where where I start and where I end are two different places. Yeah. Right? You got to go through that journey. And I think NFT projects will also go through that journey, but the core values are going to be the same. And if you can really hone in your team on this is where you want to go, this is what we stand for. It's going to help navigate those transitions and those bumps in the road a little bit clearer. So, Rawian, if, if somebody wanted to get started or the team wanted to get started, go over their core values, how would they do that? I would literally get a Google Doc going, get a word bank, go through it together, word for word, literally go through every single word in a big, big word bank and pick 10 words that really hit home for you. And then narrow it down to five words and then narrow it down to three words, right? Get a bunch of words on a Google doc and then just break them down until you have three that are like the three words that you're seeing that are the most important to you. And they honestly, they might not all be in the word bank, right? Right. Cause you'll go through and you're like, Oh, uh, I see that this word is on there. It's not quite that it's more like this. And you come up with your own word. That's fine. You know, it's like, it's a whiteboard exercise. You just erase what you don't need, but that's, that's what I would do. Get together, brainstorm, look at a big, ridiculous list of a lot of words and pull 10 out then narrow it down to five and then narrow it down to three. And then you've got your core values. That's like the very basic way to start. And we've made this easy for you. We have a blog in the description with a whole word bank and instructions about how to do this. So you can do this with your team or by yourself and really just kind of figure this out. We want to make this super easy. Again, blog in description. Go click blog. Do exercise. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. And honestly, it's going to be helpful. Even if you've already started your project and you're feeling a little lost, like it's, it's such a simple thing and it's like, we'll bring your team closer together. It's a no brainer. It'll take 10 minutes, not 10 minutes. It'll probably take you like 20 minutes or something, but it'll help you have some guidance and like come up with that compass and that North star that's going to help you make decisions which we all know there's a lot of decisions to make in this life. So many decisions. Thanks so much for sticking around, listening all the way through, hearing us ramble about platypuses. If you want an extra platypuses facts, they'll probably also be on that blog. Just kidding. They won't be there. Thank you for rating and reviewing this podcast. We know it means a lot to us when you do that and helps new people find us. And that's what we want. We We want to try to get new people into NFTs because we believe this is the future. And I know if you're listening to this, you probably believe that too. So... Thank you so much. Yeah. And join the Discord. Come create every day with us. It's been a lot of fun and we want to see you there. Thanks for dropping in this week. We'll see you next week. And remember, with great power comes great responsibility. Uncle Ben, no! (laughs) 